everyone, and welcome to this month's Science Unfiltered episode. During the last month or so, the main topic on everyone's mind seems to be SARS-CoV-2, or COVID-19, also known as coronavirus. I am staying safe at home, currently recording this episode in my kitchen, and all of us at Phenomenics hope you are staying safe at home as well, as best as you can. I want to take a moment and thank all those who are working hard to keep their businesses running, and of course, all of our healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, scientists, and researchers who are working on the front lines of the coronavirus fight. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Today, we're going to hear from gas chromatography technical specialist, Dr. Ramkumar Dandapani, as he discusses how to expedite pH analysis using brand new PAH selectivities that hit the market recently. Let's first dive into some trending headlines in the science world. A hospital in Brescia, Italy, is reportedly using 3D printed replacement parts in order to keep its intensive care unit running. With the urgent need for items such as ventilator valves, 3D printing companies are helping save lives. The local hospital needed extra valves for ventilator devices sooner than its usual supplier could provide them. So the hospital had to think outside the box. They called local 3D printing companies that are able to manufacture the necessary valves and got them to the hospital exceptionally quick. Due to the hospital's quick thinking and the printing company's quick work, 10 patients were able to be treated with ventilators in just one evening. The parts being manufactured go to the individual patient who can now be oxygenated in the hospital. The short of the valves shows just how precarious the entire situation is. But it's great that with innovative solutions, these companies can help even just a little bit. And moving on to our next story, there seems to be more benefits than just containing the virus when it comes to people around the world quarantining and staying inside. The impact has had a massive effect on our Earth's health. And while the beneficial effects for our environment by no means reduces the suffering caused by the coronavirus pandemic, economic slowdown and reduced travel as a result of government-enforced quarantines has put a dramatic cap on outgoing pollution, and the effects are being seen all over the world. The first example was seen at the point of origin of COVID-19 in China. In Wuhan, many locals under lockdown praised the return of blue skies compared to their usually smog-laden city, where pollution has been a concern for public health for many years now. Some reports estimate that China's quarantine has saved more than 100 million metric tons of carbon dioxide emissions from entering the atmosphere. This is about equivalent to what Chile produces in a year. The subsequent lockdown in Italy has also promoted a sharp decrease in nitrogen. The canals of Venice have even become crystal clear due to a sharp reduction in tourism. The absence of visitors and greatly reduced traffic from boats and cruise ships due to Italy's quarantine measures mean fish can now be seen swimming in the clear canals. In San Francisco, which is under shelter-in-place orders to control the spread of the coronavirus, has seen the average concentration of fine particulate matter, which is tiny particles in the air that are dangerous because they can be breathed deeply into lungs, over the past five days was almost 40% lower than the previous year. In New York City, there was a 28% drop over the same period of time, and the Seattle-Tacoma area saw a 32% decrease. Experts do warn, though, that the observed reductions are temporary and that as cities, countries, and economies bounce back, so too will admissions, unless major infrastructure or societal changes are adopted. So now that we are all staying at home and we seem to have a little bit of extra time on our hands, this might be a perfect opportunity to come up with some ideas of how we can contribute to a healthier climate. 
photography. So now it's time to welcome Dr. Ramkumar Dantapani to talk with us about the latest PAH selectivities that are designed to make your time in the lab easier. Hello everyone, welcome to another podcast from Phenomenex. Today I'm going to talk to you about how we can expedite PAH analysis using brand new PAH selectivities, ZBPAH-EU and ZBPAH-Select. Before we go to the topic, let me just introduce myself. I am Ram Kumar Dandapani. I'm the Global Product Manager for Gas Chromatography here at Phenomenix. If you have any questions related to gas chromatography, I'm here to help you. Be it method development, alternate product recommendation, application help, or anything that you want to learn about chromatography, I'm here to help you. Feel free to contact me through Phenomenix website. We have a cool new feature on the website called live chat. So all you have to do is go to phenomenix.com slash live chat and we have technical experts in chromatography that can straight answer your questions and give you call and recommendations. Without further ado, let's get started. So now let's explore what are polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, what are the common terminologies people use for these, and then what are the key challenges associated with PAH or PCB type compounds and separating them on gas chromatography. Further, we will explore some applications. I'll also talk to you about how you can shorten the runtime and for PAH analysis and we will explore some key accessories that are going to help you increase the sensitivity of your method. Alright, so what are polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons? These are multiple rings of aromatic compounds that are fused together and they are considered as pollutants and also some of these are actually carcinogenic. That's the reason we have to monitor this and make sure these are within the allowed limits both in environmental and food. Samples Few examples of polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons are benzofluorine, uh, benzoanthracene, chrysine, triphenylene, benzo-BKJ, fluoranthine. All these have multiple rings that are united together and then uh, the structure is very close to each other in many cases. So there is a challenge in separation because most of them have similar boiling points, similar looking structure. So we need a column that can actually recognize the subtle difference in the aromatic electron cloud and then distinguish one from each other to bring a GC separation. Let's look at some of the common terminologies or how people call this specific compound PAH or a group of compounds that are similar to PAH. Uh, commonly, people call them as polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbon. A polynuclear aromatic hydrocarbon is another term people use. Polyaromatic hydrocarbon. I have also seen papers that talk about polycyclic organic hydrocarbons or organic compounds. Uh, priority pollutants is another key a search area where people look for different pollutants and then PAH, PCBs are part of it and then persistent organic pollutants is another way to call these. You can also hear specific PAH called out in methods like chrysine, triphenylene, benzo, B, J, K, fluoranthine. All these, these are commonly analyzed uh, PAH analytes. 
With respect to regulations, there are multiple regulations that actually says how to test these and what are the matrix to test these. EPA has an EPA 610 to monitor PAH by GC method, GCMS. And then European Food Safety EFSA mandates four of the PAH compounds that has to be tested in any food that goes from Europe and then International Electrotechnical Commission IEC 62321. It is a method for testing electronic components for PAH analytes. And then AFPS GS uh, 201401. It is a regulation in Germany for testing PAH. Uh, European Chemical Agency ECHA is another agency that actually tells about what are the PAs that has to be tested. Aside from this, we have Health Canada and we also commonly hear this term EU 15 plus 1. This is majorly 15 components plus one more component of PAH. So a total of 16 PAH components that are common among most of these regulations. Now that we saw what are the PAH compounds and what are the common terminologies, let's look at what are the actual challenges in separation of these PAH on a GC method. So the first and biggest challenge everyone faces is the time intensive analysis. Generally, a PAH separation takes around 50 to 60 minutes to actually completely separate the analyte as well as to bake out any contaminants in the matrix. Heavy PAHs usually have low sensitivity because of the column's max temperature and also heavy PAHs may also suffer from inlet discrimination. The next big challenge that we come across is resolution of critical pair. There are different regulations for PAH and each regulation specifies a certain pair to be separated from each other. For example, benzo B, J, K, fluoranthine is one of the critical pair that has to be separated, while chrysin and triphenylene is also a pair that has to be separated to avoid any false positive. So, Based on the type of regulations, uh, people might be looking at different critical pairs and they might need a complete resolution of these PAH pairs. Another big challenge in analysis is the matrix itself. Food matrix is very, very dirty and especially if we inject multiple injections of food matrix, then that might eventually contaminate the column. So there is a necessity for a higher temperature resistant column which can actually bake out the matrix contamination. Even in environmental industry, the water or the air which is analyzed for PAH it comes from various source. So there is always a possibility that the matrix contamination can actually uh, deposit and stay inside the column. So once we have a higher temperature resistance for the column, then it's easy to bake out the contamination and prevent any ghost peaks appearing in further analysis. Last but not least, uh, sensitivity is always a big challenge. Heavier PAH may lose sensitivity because of inlet discrimination and low column max temperature. So if we have a column that has higher temperature, then we can start at higher inlet temperature and then maintain the transfer line at higher temperature. So you get sharper peaks and higher sensitivity for heavier PAH. 
So far, we discussed about the problems related to PAH testing. As always, problems are easy to discuss, but giving a solution for them is very difficult. Uh, we actually work with people to solve difficult challenges like this, and we have come up with two new phases that can unleash the power of fast GCPAH separation. So the two options are ZBPAH-EU and ZBPAH-SELECT. ZBPAH-EU offers up to 70% faster PAH analysis with an elevated temperature stability of 340-360 degrees Celsius, while the ZBPAH-SELECT provides enhanced resolution of chrysin and triphenylin, and it produces increased benzo-BNK fluoride separation. So first let me talk to you about the ZBPAH-EU and with the help of this application EU15 plus 1 we are demonstrating that this column is able to completely resolve the EU15 plus 1 PAH isomers. The critical pairs specifically benzo-A-anthrosine, cyclopentacidipyrine, pyrene, chrysine those are critical pairs, benzo-BKJ, fluoranthine, our critical pairs, indone 1,2,3-CD pyrin, dibenza AH anthrazine are also critical pairs and we show in our application that we are able to completely resolve these on a 30 meter 0 0.25, 0.20 micrometer ZBPAH EUGC column. Talking about speed, let's also explore how the ZBPAH EU can help you save up to 20% of your runtime. As a plug-in solution, ZBPAH-EU would give you 20% faster analysis for similar dimension from competitive products. We have compared popular brand A and popular brand R in market for PAH testing and we have seen a 20% faster analysis. Uh, ZBPAH-EU not only provides faster runtime but it also provides overall better resolution of the critical pairs. If you would like to further optimize the method, we also give you the flexibility of trying different column dimensions. Specifically, we have a 20 meter and a 10 meter ZBPAH EU which have the same phase volume ratio as the 30 meter and the 60 meter. So you can eventually scale it down seamlessly and reduce the runtime. When you go for a shorter column with a smaller ID and with a specific phase volume ratio you get beautiful separation but in shorter runtime. We do have many more applications on the brochure for ZBPAH-EU and ZBPAH-SELECT. Some of the applications are GC analysis of PAH in rubber and plastic and then PAH analysis in electronic components. In addition, we also have fast and accurate PAH analysis in food, specifically for the four PAHs mentioned by AFSA. These PAHs are benz-A, anthrazine, chrysine, benzo-B-fluoranthine, benzo-A-pyrene, all that can be separated within 10 minutes of runtime. Want to learn more about these applications? Feel free to visit our website and download the latest brochure, which is free. So far, we spoke about PAH. There are also compounds that are similar in structure, but little more complicated in terms of separation. For example, let's take PCB and chloroterphenols. Uh, they are all 
aromatic hydrocarbons but the way the aromatics are attached to each other is different for example a pah is a fused ring of multiple aromatic rings while pcbs or chlorine substituted uh, two phenyl rings that are connected through a bond while the triphenyls or three phenyl groups connected through a bond with substituted chlorine groups in different positions so when we add more number of compounds and their different substituents on different position the actual mixture that we want to separate becomes more and more complex so here with ZBPHEU, we are showing a method that can separate PAH, PCB and terphenyls all together in a single column. This is possible because of the unique recognition that ZBPAHEU has for the aromatic rings. So it can actually visualize the small change in electron density around the aromatic rings and it can clearly distinguish PAH from PCB and from compounds like terphenyls. To give a brief summary about ZBPAH-EU, ZBPAH-EU provides shorter runtime. You can save up to 70% on your runtime by switching to optimal column dimensions. It gives great resolution for critical pairs like benzo, B, J, K, fluoranthin, cyclopenta, C, D, pyrin, chrysin, and 5-methyl chrysin, uh, indo-1, 2, 3, C, D, pyrin, and dibenza, AH, anthracin. It has an elevated higher temperature of 340-360 degrees Celsius, we can utilize that higher temperature to actually bake out the column and remove any contaminants from the column. Uh, we can also maintain higher inlet temperature and transfer line so you get better sensitivity for higher boiling PAH. And we also are showing a single column solution a method for PAH, PCB and terphenyls. Feel free to explore these applications. We have tech notes as well as brochures that has all these information in it. Now let's explore the second column which is the ZBPAH select. As the name says, it is a unique selectivity and then if you look at the brochure, we have C and T in uppercase which signifies chrysin and triphenylin separation. So if you are looking for improving resolution of chrysin and triphenylin, then this is the go-to column for analysis. I've been doing chromatography for more than 15 years and then when people come to me they are always ask me like how do I improve resolution of certain critical pairs. Uh, the answer is very simple and straightforward. There are three different terms that dictates how better you can separate uh, two specific peaks. So efficiency, selectivity and retention are the contributing factors that actually enhances the resolution. So if you want to improve resolution, you could actually alter one of these parameters to bring in resolution. For example, people also come to me and they say that, okay, I have a co-eluting peak. I see two peaks, one over the other. I tried different things, it's not resolving. At this point, what is the method development step that I should take? So for for resolution like this, where it's not at all separating, if you want to see a drastic improvement in resolution, the best thing to do is to go to a complementary selectivity or a very different selectivity from what you tried. So that's basically what we are doing here. 
ZBPAH select is a complementary selectivity which actually provides complete resolution of chrysin and triphenylin in addition to other critical pair of isomers. Also, this is a fast analysis pH column. As a plug-in solution, it's going to give you up to 27% faster analysis as a plug-in solution. Our experiments have shown that ZBPH Select is able to give you better sensitivity for later eluting analytes in addition to the fast analysis and the unique selectivity that it provides. When we talk about critical separation, sensitivity, and quantification. We always think about the column. Other things that contribute to a good separation are the inlet liner in GC and also the quality of the carrier gas we use. So don't forget to have a premium range of liner like a Zebron Plus liner for your inlet. For your analyte, to get an inert environment in the inlet and also use gas management to provide cleaner carrier gas for the analysis that would actually enhance the sensitivity of your method. I am so excited about all these fast PAH analysis options that we are able to provide to our customers. If you have any questions, feel free to reach us through our live chat and you can find all the information that I discussed from our website www.phenomenics.com slash gcpah. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. I will see you in another interesting podcast very soon. Bye. Thank you so much, Ram Kumar. We always appreciate you being on the show so much. If you have any questions regarding either the Zebron PAH selectivities or anything you've heard today, please reach out to our technical experts online through chat now. This is a free service that allows you to chat instantly with one of our technical experts to receive method development help, product information, and even to place orders. You can find this free service at www.phenomenics.com chat. Here at Phenomenics, we want you to know that we are open and available to support and ship products to our customers during the COVID-19 situation. To protect the welfare of our employees, we have set many of them up to work from home. If you call in and dial the extension of the person you are trying to reach, your call may be forwarded to his or her mobile phone. Alternatively, you can always email for additional help, support at phenomenics.com. Again, that email address is support at phenomenics.com. Phenomenics also offers, as I just mentioned, a free online chat service. This chat service can get you nearly instant technical advice, quotes, product availability, and again, you can place your orders this way. That service can found, be found again at www.phenomenics.com chat. We truly hope everyone is staying safe and healthy during this time. Till next time, stay nerdy. Mm-hmm.